Hey gang, big news in the world of We Hate Movies live appearances in this one. Well, you better get your holiday coat on because it's not happening until December. We're so excited. It's actually a hometown show for this Jersey boy. Only you. Jersey City's beautiful White Eagle Hall will be hosting the We Hate Movies podcast. And we're going to be talking about a Christmas movie, Eric Siska. What is that oh movie? Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> it is the Santa Claus, the original film. Not Out of way. Is it original? Yeah, it's original. The first one. Tim Allen <laughs> yes. finds a fat so falls off his roof. Yep. yep, we're gonna be talking all about it on December seventh, which is a day that will live in infamy. <laughs> White Eagle Hall. I mean, it, it incidentally lives in infamy. We, right. We're just we're to yeah. the side of it. We're adding to the infamy. Yeah, it's, just, exactly. it's more infamy because this will be uh, our debut in Jersey City, and this is what it's come down to, folks. Steve Sadak. Refusing to get on planes, mm-hmm. refusing right. to get a driver's license to help right. out with rental cars. I refuse to get on a train for this show. I'm fucking right. walking. Oh I gotta walk to the venue. So I guess this is the new normal, gang. Only wherever Steve's <laughs> legs can carry him. But it's an awesome venue, and it's really close to the train. If you're like you're in the, in the city, or if you want to drive in from Pennsylvania, wherever. Mm-hmm. Right, the path train's not too far. Right, path train's a, a stone's throw away. A here. Stone's throw, folks. Come on out to the White Eagle Hall. That's right. Tickets are on sale now, so get them in advance. Get them fast. This is going to be a popular show. December seventh, White Eagle Hall, Jersey City, New Jersey. Tickets available right now at whmpodcast.com. It's Christmas time again. It's time to be nice to the people you can't stand all And just another quick reminder, gang. Vimeo.com slash private cabin. Our film, We Are Strangers, is there. Uh, and just you got to clarify something. This is not a We Hate Movies movie. No, it's like a, you know, it's a movie that uh, Private Cabin made, and it's a different kind of a thing. It's an improvised film. You know, it's a, a comedy drama. Wilford, there's no Wilford Brimley voices. There's no <laughs> talks about dog acting. There's going to be talks about dog acting today. Oh, absolutely. But Stay tuned. I'm try- like, this is how I can make the, uh, the, I guess, the clarification here. We hate movies. The people in this room are part of Private Cabin, which is a larger thing. But We Hate Movies didn't make this movie. So, yeah, don't expect Wilford Brimley. Don't expect Michael Caine or, like, fart jokes. Are there any fart jokes I'm in the sure movie? there's got to be a, at least four or five, Might right? Might be four or five. Just go to vimeo.com slash private cabin. Stream the film. Spread it around. We're getting some good feedback already, which we really appreciate. We just want to share the movie with you guys. And continuing the trend from last week, at the end of this episode, we will be previewing another new track from our good buddy Adam Roxar and his band Ruiz. So be sure to stick around for the end of the episode for that. Vimeo.com slash private cabin. We are strangers streaming now. Hello, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. And we hate movies. Welcome to We Hate Movies on the Sideshow Network. Thank you for tuning in. As always, we are rolling on with our worst of 2015 month. Uh, the film in question this week, it's a little uh, little fluff piece called Russell Madness. It's directed by a fella named Robert Vince, whose credits include a whole lot of movies starring dogs and chimps. Your, your, your buddies, all those 
All those films, it's Snow Buddies, Space Buddies, Space, Space Buddies, Spooky Buddies, I think this is one of them, right? Oh, whoa. Oh, Ghost Dogs, <laughs> Way the Samurai. Save it for the spooktacular. <laughs> I will say also thank you for not tuning out. Uh, we don't say that enough when, <laughs> when we air something called Russell Madness. Well, this is what I love because now our new thing is like we're telling folks what the episode will be. The next week, so all these people are watching movies in or anticipation of subscribing from podcasts <laughs> or unsubscribing from podcasts. Checking out what Ira Glass is up to this week. Like, but, hey, I don't know. That guy seems pretty good. I've kind of been loving all these people that are like, "Wait, what's this movie? Fuck you! We hate movies." Yeah, you watched a movie about a wrestling dog. Gotcha. And this is also, you know, it's a Jack Russell Terrier, right? <laughs> It is indeed. And wrestling, because they're running out of dogs and sports to connect the two. Because <laughs> we've had, I mean, we had Air Bud, that was basketball. Right. They did football. I know I'm there's sure a they did soccer one. There's probably a baseball one. All of those are somewhat plausible for a dog to complete, right? right? Like, not that it, the idea that a dog could compete in basketball, like, probably not. But, like, sure, he bounces his nose and maybe... Right. One out of a hundred times it goes in the basket. Sure. You can yeah. teach a dog to do a lot of things. You cannot teach a dog to wrestle a man to the ground. Oh, not at all. You know, <laughs> not a Jack Russell Terrier. You know what would be a great sport for a dog? Uh-huh. Cockfighting. <laughs> oh, he would have a great advantage. He would have a great advantage. He'd be uh he'd win. I would put my money on the dog. Wow, that chicken's looking weird. <laughs> Just yeah, you <laughs> kind of looks a, like a dog. Put him in a, a pet smart rooster costume. <laughs> That's all it'll take. That's the type of stuff that fools these these grown idiot characters in these <laughs> movies. They're like big weird babies as people. It's weird. It's like you watch these kinds of movies and no one is shocked as much as they should be that a dog is wrestling a man to the this ground. This dog starts talking to people and they're like What's that dog? All right. <laughs> Whatever you say, talking monkey in this movie. Who should I kill? <laughs> yeah, usually talking dog leads to no good. Yeah. Oh, sure. I think... I think Flashback was... to the Bronx, 1970s. Oh, my Seriously. God. Seriously. Man, uh, a new Senna Sam movie called Bronx Buddies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll get the director of uh, Russell Madness to make it. It's like a whimsical Berkowitz tale. Yeah. Hey, I don't know, fellas. I think this is just a little too dark a subject matter for the Buddies franchise. <laughs> Says Robert Vince. I don't know why the Buddies are hanging out in the Bronx talking about Italian... <laughs> <laughs> about killing beautiful Italian girls. I don't know, y'all. I don't know. They're, so, they're not Southern at all. I mean, the buddies are probably Los Angeles scumbags, right? That whole co- corporation? <laughs> <laughs> you mean the, the air... The, the butt... What is it? It's like a buddies entertainment company that puts air these Bud up. Entertainment. I can guarantee you they're Los Angeles scumbags. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> most, most people that make movies, I think, yeah. are... Uh, yeah, total scum. Not, yeah. You yeah. know what? You know what would be fucking cute? A dog wrestling in a man. Yeah, that'd be cool. Oh. oh. I like the action on that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get that dog in the <laughs> ring. Yeah. Be real family friendly, if you know what I mean. I mean, really, no, family friendly. I know I talk like the devil, but the <laughs> movies have to be sweet as pie. As sweet. As sticky pie. Oh, see, I did it again. I'm so sorry. I'm just inherently sounding like a scumbag. Come sit on Santa's lap and tell him what you want. 
I mean, no, really, I'm dressed like Santa Claus, little girl. I got a bunch of toys in this bag. Um, it's it, the company. It's the it's the it's the Airbud Productions Christmas party. It's the middle of January. <laughs> oh, it's always Christmas with the Airbud Company. <laughs> It's cheaper to have Christmas in January. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it is. Everything's 50% off. Uh, you know, can I just make a maybe a rule for the episode, if we may? Like, I sure. think it's important to think about. Let, let's, because this does take place, as Eric talks about, in a baby world for babies. But let's yeah. just pretend that it's a real world environment because there's no magic. There's no actual magic. In no this spells movie. are cast. There's no wizard or anything like that. So <laughs> this is, this could conceivably be happening right now. Right. Yeah. I mean, we, we kick movies around. We have fun with them. They're jumping off points for a, a pleasant conversation. The sure. lost art of conversation, if you will. Oh, yeah. With these millennials you know, looking at their phones. Geez. Yeah. No. Here, we're artisans mm-hmm. crafting convos. Just using... The magic of words to spin a tale. And we're having, yeah, we're just having fun with it, spinning a tale. And if you want to show this to your babies, show it to your babies. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it, we're looking at it in a, in a weird, older, cynical, artful way. So, also, if you want to make your kids fucking stupid, show it to your babies. This is my problem with this shit. <laughs> this is fucking subpar family entertainment. This is like, Hey, you know what, America? You're just a bunch of big, fat morons, and you'll watch anything. So we'll produce this nothing fucking dog wrestler movie, yeah, and we're going to buy it, and you're going to stream it on Netflix like a bunch of fat fucking pigs. I know we're a family company, but you just got me hard right now. <laughs> this movie uh, takes place around a dog that is in a kind of big box pet store, it seems like. Yeah, and, it's a big Pets R.S. kind of whatever. Uh, and he's got problems getting adopted. And What's, uh, his, what, what's his main, what's his main uh, hiccup when he's about to get adopted, Steve? Oh, he pees all over you. Oh, yeah. That's my favorite part of the script. I think it's pretty creative how that dog keeps peeing on people's mouths. You get to see pee arcing into a gentleman's mouth. You get to see... A, Several gentlemen. A young child get peed all over his face. <laughs> Equal opportunity peer, this puppy. I had to double check uh, the uh, the internet there. It was like, is this, is this an R. Kelly movie? <laughs> I don't want to watch that. Dude, wouldn't it be great if R. Kelly was a silent partner at Airbud Entertainment? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, you got to have uh, more dogs or people peeing on things in this script. You know, everybody's got their everybody's got their other business interests. R. Kelly knows that those residuals won't last forever. Getting some family film, and oh, you know, it'd be funny somebody pissing on something. Yeah, oh, man. So yeah, this dog uh, cannot get adopted. Because uh, he, he winds keeps up being on people. I mean, really, what happens is he winds up going with a family that is a family of wrestlers. I guess we'll get into whatever that could mean, and he starts wrestling in an, a low run. Indie circuit that just so happens in this town. There's also the WWF esque WUL. Sure. Uh, WW dot. <laughs> run by John Ratzenberger, who's like a Vince McMahon stand in, and a bunch of shit happens. A dog, but a dog. The, the important thing about this movie is wrestling is real. Right, that's wrestling is real in this world, mm-hmm. which is so stupid. Because if you're going to have a Jack Russell Terrier be involved in professional wrestling, it'd be a lot more easy to swallow if we understand that wrestling is fake. Right, like this dog is going to get the belt because it's fake. Yes, 
not this dog bested a giant physically by putting a giant in a chokehold. And it's like culture perpetrating this lie on our children. (laughs) Yes. That's like, we have to, no, no, wrestling is real. Now, you guys, huge wrestling fans. Oh, yeah, the biggest. The biggest in the biz. Sure. (laughs) You Both of you, apparently, correct me if I'm wrong, Uh came to this movie separate (laughs) of each other and both watched it somehow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's Yeah, this is like uh, uh your honor that's correct. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is how I remember it to the best of my knowledge. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I would I would keep the rest of my answers in this <laughs> questioning to one or two word sentences. You could plead the fifth <laughs> if you want. No, no, I did see this movie on my own. That's why uh, one of the Andrew and I both separately independently saw this film and I couldn't believe it. <laughs> Well, you know, now, is it just the wrestling interest? Or? No, it was the it was. Oh, a, what's that say? Netflix description: a wrestling dog. This might be good show fodder. Okay, and that was your as well. No, I actually. <laughs> oh no, my goodness! No, I five to ten years. <laughs> Thank God I'm coming out on top with this. Um, no, this is. I mean, like, yes, for Andrew's to Andrew's point, yes, it was show fodder. But at the same time, when we were in Boston, you, you get those. Uh, 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 hotel TV channels that like run a bunch of pre- previews over and over again, and the preview for Russell Madness kept coming on. What? And I'm like, what? Really? The- and yeah. you, did, you never told anyone? <laughs> I, did. I think I did tell you guys secret. afterwards. Oh, really? And I was just like, shut up. Yeah, I think you probably just said shut up. And I was like, oh man, right. that how is that dog gonna wrestle a dude? And I really was like, how are they gonna get out of that pickle? And I needed to solve the question. Uh, okay, I guess that all makes sense. <laughs> it all checks out. Also, I'm a loser. In case anyone's <laughs> curious, I'm a l- l- loser. I just could. I mean, when we watched it, you know, because I made my wife sit through this. Yeah, I didn't that's, watch it alone. It's grounds for divorce. Oh, no. Bring a friend. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Yeah. Bring you a buddy. You, you need a buddy with this one. You oh, can't be watching this by yourself as a grown man. That's no, just weird. That's just an invitation to open your wrist. <laughs> well, I did this. I did that this afternoon because I had to rewatch it because I watched it so many months ago. Because I was, I was uh, first to the party there. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Bragging no, rights. Yeah. <laughs> no alcohol in sight. A cup of coffee and a disinterested cat. <laughs> that was my afternoon. Are there cat buddy movies? I don't know. Not that I've ever heard of. Or I don't seen. think so because you can't like train cats to do this dumb yeah. shit that you can make a dog do. Ah, yeah, that's why cats are better. I, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> so they have dignity. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They won't wrestle a man. Like I'm sure that cat. Uh, voiced by Sally Field in those Homeward Bound movies. Mm. They probably went through like nine of those things. Those oh, yeah. dumb things kept running out into the street, getting hit by fucking cars. What, cats? Cats! Oh, my goodness. What do you see more of dead in the street? A cat or a dog? Cat every Where time. Where are you living? We just, <laughs> your streets are littered with dead cats. Dude, you drive all up through yeah. the countryside. You're seeing well, dead cats everywhere. Well, it's because cats survive on their own as well. You know, you don't really Not see... Not too well if they're getting hit by all these fucking cars. This is a circle of life. Now, dogs are coddled and brought in from the cold. And, ooh, dog. Now, dog... Can't do anything out there on its own. Not even die. Can't even die on its own. <laughs> Incorrect. Dogs are very good professional wrestlers. Uh, they're very good at doing backflips, uh, jumping into turnbuckles, and administering chokeholds, which is scientifically impossible. But they have to be 
it's not an instinctual. It's it, it has to be taught by either a man or a monkey. <laughs> I will refer you to We Hate Movies episode three, The Pack. Look what happened in that movie. That's survival of the fittest right there. Oh yeah, a bunch of uh, oh yeah, a bunch of dogs take over an island. You're right. And molest Joe Don Baker. That we should make that movie again. Get the buddies involved in that. Oh yeah, <laughs> the buddies bite back. Actually, movie recommendation: White God. Did you guys see this movie? I haven't seen it yet. I oh no, no. Is oh. that anything like White Dog? Was no, that not Sam the, Fuller. Not the Sam Fuller movie, uh, which is also awesome. But this movie, it's I believe Hungarian, and it's basically Planet of the Apes with dogs. Oh wow! Oh, it's fucking awesome. I've seen the trailer a bunch, and like it's always like I don't know if I'm in the mood because I know some dogs are definitely probably getting their heads cut off or something. No, oh, uh, no, no, no dogs getting their head cut well, off. Now I'm out. There's a dog. <laughs> there's a dog fighting like sequence. Yeah, yeah, you know, but like, but are they like riding horses and stuff? <laughs> They don't get that far. That might be for White God 2, I think. It does but end with a dog going, no. You're making me reconsider my previous notion. I mean, maybe dogs will run the show. <laughs> or at least werewolves. All right, so. Um, yeah, back to the fucking dog wrestling Our dog, movie. whose name is Russell. Who This dog has. Nice Chica- name, by the way. Yeah, Russell for Jack. Uh-huh. That, that's like what you get. I don't know. B1, he's like B1496. Like, I don't know. Call him Russell because he's a Jack Russell. And it also sort of sounds like Russell. Well, that's that's right? why. Yeah. God, that's stupid. Because we, like, this movie is called Russell Madness, but guaranteed the original script for this movie, it was called Russell Mania, and Vince McMahon slapped a fucking you're getting too close lawsuit on him. Yeah, I bet, right? It's it would, would have to or, be. Or the estate of Ken Russell. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not that. <laughs> It would be infringing upon the rights of listomania. <laughs> it would be awesome if that was the reason. Yeah, I wish. No, that's that must suck because somebody was probably making a documentary about uh, the making Ru- of this movie. No, about Ken Russell, and oh. they were going to call it Russell Madness, and yeah. then this dog movie comes out. <laughs> and he's like, "Well, I guess I'll just throw this really interesting documentary in the garbage." Yeah, you, you beat me to it, dog movie. <laughs> you don't want to be Russell Madness parentheses two. <laughs> On IMDb, uh, yeah. yeah, you definitely don't. Or parentheses, not the wrestling dog movie <laughs> <laughs> about a great, actually about a great filmmaker that you don't hear too much of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would've um, been. can we talk about this dipshit family that's in this movie? Yeah, and this fucking father, oh this loser of a man, this what? subhuman. What? So they, they go to this old abandoned, I imagine haunted uh, arena. I was bummed. There's no. Uh, paranormal activity in this movie. Oh, maybe that's what's getting the dog to wrestle. Maybe just some <laughs> fun ghost is picking it up and being like, look, it looks like it's wrestling. <laughs> that would make so much more sense. It'd be great. It'd be like a great tag team and the ghost could like become corporeal for the last fight. Yeah. Man, you know you're that in trouble. That monkey's possessed. That's what makes sense. The monkey's possessed. Okay, because let's get it. Okay, the monkey. All right. That monkey. Now, we're talking about this arena. Also, very weird that it's a wrestling arena only. Yes. No other yep. events go on there. No. No boxing. It's nope. an old no ab- picture shows. No, nothing. Especially old, no picture shows. It's an old... He, he, this guy and his family, has got a wife and two kids, a boy and a girl. He inherits from his father a old abandoned wrestling arena that, that hasn't been used in years and years and years. To Eric's point, 
Nothing else could be. And this is like looks like prime location too. Look, I think yeah. this movie takes place in like San Francisco. Is this Portland? Actually. Oh, it's Portland. Yeah. I mean, no, so is still that Oregon or Maine. They don't specify. Got, yeah. But even either way, either this way is a, would be a nice. couple of million dollar property. It's prime real estate that would have either been renovated or demolished and turned into condos at this point. Right. So it was actually in operation by his grandfather. Uh, yes, who old... was an old Italian <laughs> with a wily mustache, and this monkey. By his side running the show, and now this monkey is still alive. Now this monkey's at least fifty-eight years old. (laughs) But I think that's he is. Don't monkeys live for like a weird long time? Like Chewbacca. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he got like three hundred-year-old monkeys running around. But like, I think monkeys can live like eighty years. Right. That's why, like, you ever that's see... That's why we're so close to them, right? Yeah, Similar, I think so. Well, anytime it. you see, like, some fucking idiot that's like, I have a monkey as a pet, it's like... A lifelong buddy? That monkey's gonna outlive you, motherfucker. Like, you're gonna drop dead, and that monkey's gonna eat you. Well, that monkey's gonna rip your face off before you drop dead, in case you're wondering. Oh, yeah, because their hands are so strong. Like, that's, the, that's it, right? It's yeah. just their hands are, like, vices. That's yeah. how I wanted Friends to end, is they cut, like, 40 years into the future, <laughs> and, the and David, David Schwimmer drops dead, and then Marcel the monkey's just fucking eating the skin off his face. He had a pet monkey in that show? For yeah, a little while. Marcel, oh, and then... Oh man, my wife's a lesbian, but I have a monkey. That program. Wow. I never thought I missed anything by not watching Friends, but now I think I did. He had a monkey for a while, and it, it wreaked havoc. I think there was an episode where he did eventually have to give him away. If it was you heartbreaking. had to, to chart quality episodes of Friends, if there's a monkey in that episode, you're doing okay. Like if, you, <laughs> if, you're, if you're at home and there's a rerun, you're like, I don't know if I want to watch this one. And then the monkey shows up, stick around. So it's you're about doing like, all right. now half of the episodes have monkeys. <laughs> not really. Different no. monkeys. No, different ev- monkeys. Eventually, early the, on in the show's run, like, I. I'm remembering this, I think. Like, he does have to give it up. Yeah. At some but then point. there's a duck as well. Everyone's got well, the, cute the, pets. The chick and the duck. Didn't, yeah, they were uh, classic characters. Matt LeBlanc do a movie with a monkey. He yeah, did. It's called Ed. Yes, he did. Ooh. It's a possible stay tuned. So, this monkey is a little capuchin monkey who, to Eric's point, was, I guess, he's, I think he's an, I agree. He, he might be immortal. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. Either way, he's got attitude. He does have attitude. And he's like kind of, ha- <laughs> he's been haunting this abandoned. Wrestling arena for about 30 years. That's the best part of it is this monkey has been living alone in this haunted (laughs) wrestling arena. And there is your next Netflix TV show. And he's talking to an action figure like Wilson. (laughs) Like he's got this action figure of one of the wrestlers. I think his name is uh, The Maniac, actually. Um, And like, even though it's like weird local wrestling, so why would there be an action figure of that wrestler? Let's put that aside. But he's got it and he's like, Hey, buddy, what are we going to do today? Oh, man, my, my family's coming today. Guess I'll just fuck you like I do every day, action figure. <laughs> and then apparently launder his monkey clothes. Because he's got quite a wardrobe. He does. Dude, got, this like, monkey has more shirts than I do. More hats, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, a lot of hats this monkey's wearing. Also, let's just get this out of the way. I think this monkey is a Nazi sympathizer. Sure. I think he is. Well, if we saw anything from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, that's true. Same kind of monkey. Monkeys are notorious for siding with the the Nazis. (laughs) Do you think uh, John Rhys-Davies walks around with a bunch of uh, poison dates just in case he runs afoul of a bad monkey again? Or a moose lamb that he has to take care of. (laughs) Oh, no, Indy. It's a monkey with a moose lamb. (laughs) Oh, 
what what a nice uh, Moroccan restaurant. Why don't you have some of my dates? <laughs> <laughs> he kills everyone inside. Yeah, I could see it happening. No, 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 no. These are good dates. You should use these instead of the ones you're using. By the way, I brought this up because this <laughs> monkey is fucking hiling all throughout this movie. It's a weird thing. Like, you know, animals, especially like monkeys and dogs, whatever, like actors in the biz have certain tricks. Like some of them, like dogs specifically, will like put their face down. You'll have you put your face down and put the paw over the, the paw dog. over the snout. Classic you'll, dog maneuver. You'll get a jumping dog. Like not every dog could do everything, and not every monkey could do everything. You get a wrestling dog. That's this rare. monkey can has two moves. One of them is like touching his chest for emphasis, and the other one is like literally sticking his hand out. To salute the Fuhrer. It's a total fucking Zig Heil, dude. That's my, my only two acting moves, too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's why I'm not in the movie, guys. <laughs> People asking on Twitter. <laughs> we just You did a screen test, but you just kept fucking Nazi saluting, and there's no place for it. <laughs> I thought it would work. <laughs> oh, they'll find a way to put this in. <laughs> oh, here's something I have over everybody else. It's my height, and this guy, hello, <laughs> Zig Heil. No, yeah, it's it, it's a very bizarre thing. Like, and he'll just be talking, and like, obviously the act, the actor is limited, so they have to like. He's like, well, what are you looking at? And he's like, <laughs> Hitler. It's very very weird. Well, we'll have some screen caps because it happens so many times. Oh my in this God, movie. it's every scene that this monkey's well, in, which I think this monkey has the most dialogue in the movie. A yes. monkey, uh, the biggest star in the film, actually, I think. Uh, He's voiced by Will Sasso. Yeah, that's what I mean. Is, is, that's that's kind of the most but bankable question mark. <laughs> so much dialogue between this monkey and a dog backstage. <laughs> I thought I was watching Steve Jobs. <laughs> Anyone watch Steve Jobs yet? <laughs> yeah, it's all behind the scenes with animals talking. Yeah, it's like a tense conversation between an <laughs> ape and a dog played by Jeff Daniels. <laughs> a lot of walking and talking. That's what this. They, we need more Sorkin esque like sweeps of like oh, walking yeah. through and yeah, the handing um, papers. Oh, that like the monkey needs a new shirt before it <laughs> before it talks to the wrestling audience or something before it gives its big presentation. Yeah, oh, just go find someone's shirt and bring it to me. And its friend Seth Rogen, the gorilla. <laughs> Yes. Also, this dog is voiced by the kid who plays like the younger brother on that putrid show, The Goldbergs. Oh, yeah. That somehow that thing's still fucking farting around on ABC. Now, people, I haven't seen it at all. Yeah. And it looks wretched. It looks fucking wretched. People like it. People yeah, I don't America, know. America's okay with it. People love gags with Jeff Garland not fitting into shirts or whatever's going on in The Goldbergs. <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm laughing. Um,. <laughs> Well, it's also weird because this, this dog act, this kid, has like a real Chicago accent the whole movie. And I'm like, where did this little puppy get born? And it's... then he he meets a, a bulldog, and the gag is he's a British bulldog, so he's got a British accent. But I'm like, uh... did this dog come from the mother country and pick up that accent? This British accent on this dog named Dozer, by the way. Uh, I was Dozer. Like, I was like, is that Ricky Gervais? No, it could be. It kind of sounds like It's him. a little bit. Uh, I mean, we lost the thread here. So basically, they come in. There's no thread to this movie. It's a Steve. dog movie. Um, the the dad is like, oh, I used to grow up here, and then there's like some bad flashbacks, and then apparently <laughs> at some point, uh, John Ratzenberger, 
uh, starts up what is a WWF surrogate like down the road, which makes this place go out of business. And like, oh, this was a family business. It's not a corporate blah blah blah. It's not like you were running a fucking barber shop. Yes, it's a this, wrestling like, thing. And the, I mean, the whole thing is like you know Vince McMahon and like I think it was like his father that actually started WWF and yeah. it like got huge and like all the wrestlers went from wherever and joined this thing and yeah. that's just what it was and like. That's what this movie's doing, but it's with John Ratzenberger as Vince McMahon, and it's fucking ridiculous. He kind of looks like an uh, aging Ric Flair. He kind of does. He has the, a Ric Flair hair cut. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but it's also this weird, like, like if you were to make a bad, like, James Bond parody, he would also <laughs> be the villain because he's yep. got, like, mm-hmm. black and silver hair all over. He looks like a, a badger come to life. <laughs> <laughs> How's that no, for your... Maybe he's playing one. <laughs> That's true. I didn't double check the credits. Maybe it's so and so the badger. <laughs> this episode's brought to you in part by Rocket Money, and they have this question for you. They handed to me just now, Mr. Rocket just handed me this. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they pay around $80 a month on subscription services, but the actual total is closer to $200. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. And with Rocket Money, you can lower those bills without resorting to having bean dinners every day of the week. You know, you have those bean dinners to try to save some few bucks. But if you were monitoring your spending with Rocket Money, you didn't necessarily need to eat every bean dinner. So find out what all the fuss is about. You know, over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like the Stars app. Don't get me started. You don't have to go through all the back end of the website anymore. You don't have to call customer service. Rocket Money helps you manage all your finances in one place as well and categorizes everything. It's easy to keep track of a whole budget. Even I can do it and I got rocks in my head. So find out what 3 million people have already done. They've taken the rocket, folks. Stop throwing the money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash WHM. That is rocketmoney.com slash WHM. Once more, rocketmoney.com slash WHM, which stands for We Hate Movies. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, my 20s, while being a lot of fun, a lot of the time, were pretty rough. I wasn't exactly rolling in dough. I lived at home until I was about 25, and for most of it, I didn't have this show or you lovely people in my life. I just kind of drifted around without direction and didn't know where to voice that. Then I started to get my crap together one piece at a time, and the last piece, which didn't come until my early 30s, was therapy. And man, I wish it came along sooner. Ever since I started sitting down as a licensed therapist, I've had a place to voice my insecurities and try to fashion plans to help me achieve my goals. So that's why I'm thrilled we're sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be flexible, convenient, and suited to meet your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and the good thing is you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash WHM today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash WHM. 
But like the whole idea, like this movie wants you to lament like mom and pop wrestling things. Like fucking shut up. And that's the other, but that's the other thing too, though. If wrestling is real, which this movie explicitly tells you it is, correct. This is a fight club. This is an underground ring. And yeah. if wrestling is real, wrestling is fucking brutal, right? Yeah. Like, right, right. Yeah. it's people hitting each other over the head with ha- with chairs, slamming each other's heads into the turnbuckle. Like, if that's real, being next to each other, that's sweaty. <laughs> That's tough shit. And, like, that's not, like, a family fun business. Like, people will be bleeding and, like, you know, really. I mean, like, like they do in real wrestling anyway. But, like. Oh, yeah. But, like. I'm sure. Guys, put down the email. We know all about the backyard wrestling. Man. You know those guys that get in the backyard. Dude, backyard wrestling. <laughs> if you ever need a barometer of how your life is going, just figure out whether or not you currently participate in backyard wrestling. And then go home and rethink a couple things. <laughs> Fucking backyard wrestling. You dude. are a shower away from bum fights. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. I will say another thing, too, about this film. If you are back, Calling it a film, by the way. It is a film. Look at you. Uh, <laughs> if, if you are backyard wrestling... Dogs can't wrestle. Don't be like, no. oh, I saw that Russell Madness. Come here, Scooter. And like, <laughs> tr- like pile drive your dog through a, a table. Because that fucking dog's going to die. Oh, that dog will be dead instantly. And then you're going to jail. <laughs> jail? Well, you're getting a $50 fine. No. But you should be going to jail. <laughs> no, folks at home, backyard wrestle with dogs. <laughs> and then litter the landscape with their corpses. So that Andrew <laughs> might see one. Even like the playing idea. field a little bit. <laughs> Until then, I'll keep running over these dipshit cats that come oh, out in front of me. Oh my! There's no. There's God, a total a uh, <laughs> drop thread wherein the son, the dad, or whatever the, the guy has to turn around this, turn a profit within a year. And then he gets to sell it, but until then he can't. Well, he's trying to flip it, which is the move because it's it's a couple of million dollars. Also, it's like. Why are you trying? It's like now in real life, if you were like, oh, I inherited this wrestling theater and you're like, maybe somewhere I can start turning a profit and fucking beating the WWE at their own game. Or maybe I could have a concert here. (laughs) Or or it could just be a multi-purpose venue. Exactly. Aside from the monkey, how many hobos are jerking off in this place, you think? Oh, (sighs) countless. Yeah, and just pissing and shitting everywhere. And that's something they don't address at all. There's got to be some homeless guy who's been living in there, you know, since the Clinton administration. (laughs) You're not going to kick me out of here. You get out of my wrestling theater. You ain't going to show movies in here. It's for wrestling only. Come here, monkey. Let's show him a match. And there's, there's actually no monkey at all. It's just this guy's <laughs> crazy delusion. And then this guy, that's the guy they get to f- be a wrestler, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's Stabbo. <laughs> Stabbo. I'll do it for some rum. <laughs> it's a rum match. My God, it's a rum match. Oh, this is no better than a bum fight, King. <laughs> This is worse than backyard wrestling. Here he comes, bum rummy. <laughs> so, I mean, like, basically, uh, Russell Madness runs a, a, a foul of... On a, you. Woo! Sorry. Oh, wow. Uh, He's doing the Bacardi Slammer. <laughs> Look out. I mean, I don't even... Like, they, they, 
uh, the, the dad's like, all right, I'm going to throw a match. By the way, uh, anyone notice who the son is in this movie? He's the longest running Bobby Draper on Mad Men. Oh. Yeah. I had no idea. They had like nine of them fuckers, but yeah. he was the one that held the title the longest. <laughs> he, did, he held the Bobby Draper belt. <laughs> and which sucks because like he's actually pretty good on that show. Like He's a good kid actor. And then you see him in this movie and it's just like, yay! And <laughs> yeah. you're like, oh, Bobby Draper. That's unfortunate. It is. Well, he has my favorite, the most quintessential Bobby Draper line, which is, uh, I think it's like in the last season, and he's just sitting down with Sally, and he's just talking about like when mom and dad fight all the time, and he's like, it just makes my stomach hurt. It's like, (laughs) oh, man, Bobby, we've been there. You're going to be talking to a dude while laying on a couch about this in 20 years. Mm -hmm. Or, Or the time Betty makes him like, he... He, he he trades her sandwich for like a uh, like a thing of candy, and she makes him eat it. And she's like, I, "That was my lunch. I'll starve for the rest of the day." I'm like, <laughs> "Man, someone's gonna step on your balls at some point, dude. It's just not what." <laughs> Man, I'm glad that character had fucking weeks to live by the end of that show. She was she yeah. was she was a queen. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know what that means. What I love is that so this idiot father is like. All right, I guess we'll try to do this. Because the whole family... By the way, the other thing is, there's some prequel story to this movie wherein this dad was like some workaholic, madman-esque character. In San Diego. Yeah, and the wife is like, okay... This is a fresh start, dedicating more to family, blah, blah, blah. And a lot more to wrestling. Well, that's the thing is everybody but the father is like, yay, wrestling (laughs) business. And he's like, yay, flipping it and fucking selling this huge property for millions of dollars. Yes. Like, you want dad to be home and not working? Let's sell this thing for scraps and get out of town. Monkey and all, by the way. (laughs) Oh, yeah, demo the whole thing. I bet they owe a lot in back taxes. Oh, yeah. That just sitting there for years? Yeah, no. This guy's going to jail, maybe. (laughs) Debtor's prison. Trump's debtor's prison? It's coming back, baby. Can't wait for it. see you on (laughs) C-Block. Um, if debtor's prison comes back, Steve Zanuck's getting the debtor's death penalty. He's on debtor's death row. <laughs> but so they're like, all right, let's just throw a match. And they have a match, and it's like... They get somebody off of Craigslist, by the way. that The mom's like, oh, I know, Craigslist. Oh, yeah. Wrestling on Craigslist. And I'm like, all right. Oh, yeah, search wrestling on Craigslist. <laughs> There's got to be a joke in there, even though it's a kid's movie, where she's like, oh... You know, like, yeah, just yeah. looks at a response. Oh, I got, already got a response. Oh, like I would, a nice I Craigslist would, joke. Yeah, I would appreciate that, yeah. Because, the dude, the best family movies leave jokes for the adults as well. Mm-hmm. So get a fucking... And also teach your kids, don't just go on Craigslist and try and find your dreams. Yeah, because now <laughs> I saw Russell Madness, uh-huh. and I want a buddy like this dog. Maybe uh-huh. I'll go on Craigslist, take some pictures. <laughs> yep. Put up a wrestling advert. <laughs> see what happens. Be like, you know, wholesome blonde gentleman mm-hmm. wants a, a a buddy to wrestle. <laughs> see what happens. All right. Cut to uh, you cut up in a bunch of bags in a, <laughs> a dumpster somewhere, right? Or a That's, ditch? In a ditch, most, most definitely. I would prefer the ditch to the garbage. My biggest question about this first match, and I guess every match that happens in this, <laughs> sure. in this arena, is... Uh, they have, like, kind of a crowd. 
Yeah. Not a lot, but there's people there. Sure. Who are these losers? Well, one's like some old... It just seems like a bunch of degenerates that have nothing better to do. There's like an old man that's like kind of sassy. I think that guy's been waiting for the theater to reopen for 20 years. He's been sleeping under the stairs. And he's like, oh, I guess uh, the lights went on. Oh, they finally reopened. I knew it would happen. And pretty soon they'll turn the water back on. Get a nice bath. <laughs> But then, all right, so the staff that they hire. (laughs) Can we talk about how sad this staff is? Man, fucking Fred Willard, man. You jerk off in one movie theater, (laughs) and all of a sudden... He's not looking. Yeah, he's you're not. No, a mal- you're no longer playing the president in a Pixar movie. No, you are <laughs> certainly not. I mean, it's it's sad. I just feel like Fred Willard's a guy that didn't know how to use porn on the internet. Oh, just, not at all. He no. just he was like, you know what? Let me just use, do the old ways. Yeah, this. I'm sure he did this so much back in the day, and everyone did. Sure. I don't. You know, you're seeing an adult movie in a theater. What? What do you? I mean, that's what you're there for? I think, yeah. I, I mean, think they, it's like an understood exist. rule. That um, that's what's going yeah. on. It's not like he was jerking off in the park. Yeah, exactly. Well, I also feel like he, somebody's like, oh, Grandpa, you know, you can get porn on the internet now. He's like, porn on the internet? I don't want to get a virus. Because <laughs> some fucking porno theater is jerking off on a musty old couch. But he has, I mean, <laughs> I, to four hobos. I stopped watching it, but he had a semi-recurring role on Modern Family. Yeah, I mean, people have forgotten, but I mean, it did st- set his career down a few rungs where he's doing this shite. And but then, he's, he's, and he's great in general. Like, yeah, he's, he's just, had fun. He's great at performances. It's him and the other guy from Night Court. It's Mac from Night Court. Mac from Night Court. And that is the that. sadder of the two. All these ghosts they get in this <laughs> thing. Like, come on, the Cheers guy? Yeah, Ratzenberger alone. But Ra- Ra- I don't understand what Ratzenberger is doing in this movie. He's in all those Pixar movies. He's got those Cheers residuals. Why get out of bed, Johnny? I know. You're good to go. Why dye your hair for this ridiculous performance? <laughs> Do you think that these L.A. scumbags behind Buddies Entertainment oh, are buddies? yes. I heard my name. We're big <laughs> fans of the old NBC lineups. We like to throw bones at people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was haunting those halls back in them days. I got dirt on a lot of them. <laughs> Oh, yeah, they'll be in the movie. Oh, you know what? You know who we could get? Ratzenberger. (laughs) Know why? Because I know what Ratzenberger likes. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Ratzenberger. Yep, you're doing my dog wrestling movie. Oh, you know who else we can get? We could get Mac from Night Court. And if, if, Mac, if Mac from Night Court even bothers to ask why, just tell him April 19th, 1982. He'll know what we're talking about. And I bet you he goes as white as a ghost. Yeah, he'll say yes right after he shits his pants. Because let me tell you, what a day. Dude, I can see the TMZ headline. Who? (laughs) Oh, and Fred Willard. (laughs) They cover it up, but I know the truth. Here's the truth of the matter. He was jerking off to a snuff film. Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, yeah. They they cleaned it up for the press. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He'll talk to a dog. Keep that little cherry uncovered. (laughs) I mean covered. (laughs) 
I swear it'll be covered. Just to, to talk to the fucking dog. Be in the movie. <laughs> so they have this match, and like the dog runs in yeah, accidentally. He, is the idea? Well, basically, uh, it's they get people off Craigslist. One is like a surfer dude wrestler. And again, since wrestling is real, I think all these people are actually like just this way. Like they're not characters, which is li- which is weird. What it you, is weird. What do you What do you mean they're not? They're well, I mean, they're like characters. wrestlers have like fake personas, oh, right, you yeah. know. So but you like mean, in the, in this world, wrestling is real, and like you're actually competing for something. And this is like an actual surfer wrestler, right? Yeah, the yeah. other guy's right, an actual okay. convict. They're like, oh, he's from the Penn State. No, I think that means State Penn. Yeah, that yeah, that's you know what that is a classic Fred Willard reversal gag. Vic Vice, who's crushing, Vic Vice, oh, kill me, who's crushing cinder blocks with his hands. Sure. Yeah. Who gets bested by a dog? So the Jack Russell Terrier. <laughs> by the way, the good dog acting in this film, such that it is. The one thing that was confusing me is like probably the, the highest acclaim of a dog actor is this dog is running with a sausage in its mouth and he's not eating it. How on earth do you train a dog not to eat a sausage? Because it's a fake sausage. You think it's dude. a fake sausage? Yeah, probably. Or. Or there's some type of poison on there. Like, uh, <laughs> Better not eat this dog. There's poison on Sala it. Sala got to it. <laughs> Bad dates. Bad dogs. <laughs> Why is it John Reese Davies in this movie? <laughs> that uh, is a great question. Because uh, it's possible that uh, His name Robert was... Vince practices Islam. Maybe that. Well, no, he added himself as being a racist. <laughs> I was going to say, the scumbags might have blew his cover, but no, he was pretty adamant about it. <laughs> we were going to ruin John Reese davies but he just ruined it for himself. Took himself out, the coward. <laughs> Wouldn't talk to a dog. Decided to go public on his own. So this dog runs in. like uh, The surfer dude gets knocked out or whatever by Vic Vice, and Vic Vice is a big baddie. Uh, who's dressed like a Popeye. Like, if, if a Popeye character went to jail, that's what you'd wear. <laughs> like, the stripes and the little hat and everything. What's weird is the way they're conducting this match. And to Eric's point earlier in the episode, yeah, Steve and I have watched a lot of wrestling. Sure. And what never really happens that I've seen in professional wrestling, ever, is a wrestler wins a match and then just stands there <laughs> waiting for someone else to challenge him. <laughs> and it's that, cuz that's what happens like he beats this surfer dude and the surfer dude like kind of gets scared and he's like fuck this and just like leaves and then the this Vic Vice is just standing in the ring and Fred Willard and poor Mac from Night Court are forced to vamp and Fred Willard's like I don't know. Is someone else going to challenge this guy? And like the old man is like, I'll fight him and starts like taking his shirt off. And I'm like, just ring the bell. Yeah, this a, this dumb, the, silly little event that you put on is over with. That's why you have multiple fights in a match. You know, just say, well, we'll have the two of them fight for an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, so the dog comes in and he's like, I'll fight a dog, which doesn't make any sense. But and he totally says it. He's uh, this dude. And that's another thing about this movie. Every grown man in this movie is willing to wrestle a tiny dog. I will <laughs> fight this tiny dog if it means. Well, no, there's no belt on the line ever. I was going to say if it means winning the belt. Well, but no one's winning a belt. You could turn the dog into a belt. <laughs> you skin that thing right there after you beat it. <laughs> The dog wins the match by putting Vic Vice in a chokehold. And I, but I, what I mean is, he 
the a dog puppet is on the back oh of this God. guy's neck. Like Triumph Luke Skywalker, the insult comic dog <laughs> is on the back of his neck. Dude, it's like Luke Skywalker carrying Yoda on his back during training, and the dog's like <laughs> arms somehow get really, really long to fit around this beefy guy's neck. That was the most disgusting part of it. I was like, did this dog's arms just like Mister Fantastic <laughs> around this beefcake? And like, first of all, dogs don't have biceps. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way. They do now. <laughs> what you need to be a dog to be to put somebody in a chokehold is a, a bicep and a fucking elbow, which dogs do not have. There should have been like a scene where he's like he's peeing on everyone, and like he gets he pees on the wrong guy, and he, the guy chucks him into a, a vat of toxic waste. <laughs> Dude, you're right, and he gets superpowers. You're totally right. We need toxic waste. Yeah. We need a fucking magic meteor. Some we oh, need yeah. we need some sort of hua. To make this dog be a wrestler. And he chokes this guy out and then pins him. And the guy, the ref, the ref is just like, one, two, three, that's it. And here's here's a big... We have a new champion. It's a tiny dog. Here's a big logistical beef I have with oh, this Oh, really? Movie. You had a logistical beef with the film? Yeah. Every time someone gets pinned in this movie, 90% of which is by a dog, everyone's getting pinned fucking stomach down. Yeah. And that's not how you pin somebody. That asshole's got to be on his back. Oh, you roll him around, right? Yeah, you got to roll him around. Get him on the back. Well, I do think you probably do give the dog some leeway. Like, well, he got him down. <laughs> if, he, if the dog the dog went that far, if he's standing on him, I think this means he means to pin the, him. The Look, dog this is as good as we're going to get. Trying to turn the guy, <laughs> shoving his snout under him. I would watch that. This dog trying to roll over big 350-pound Vic Vice. That should be the entire film from now on. <laughs> is him struggling to do that. <laughs> Just real time for 80 minutes. I, I, would, I, would, I would dig that film. I mean, it's just... <laughs> what? On why is this movie about dogs wrestling each other? You know what I mean? That be because fun. that's too close to dog fighting, and it's not a family film. Oh, oh right. yeah. There's no way that <laughs> Michael would Vick cameo. <laughs> I would love that. Front row center, ringside seats. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that would, yeah. I don't think. Uh, I think the uh, the buddies group is like, yeah, I got a lot. Of, I I got a lot of stuff on Michael Vick, but so does everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> My question, by the way, speaking of like sports that dogs would be good at, I don't think there's a swimming buddies movie. That that's a great idea. There's a swim move named after dogs. Come on. Oh, the dog paddle. <laughs> the, the very same. <laughs> Michael Phelps versus a dog. That Again, a non-contact oh, sport. Oh, yeah, we could get Phelps. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, all those pictures with him and that bong came out, and somehow the world shit its pants about it? Okay. I'm saying that was a stupid thing yeah. for people to get upset about. No, he's yeah, don't he's he's a great American. He's a great American hero. He absolutely is. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's a feasible way to get like a good real athlete cameo in, which I feel all these movies are probably missing. Yes. But like, come on, Russell Madness. How could you not get some real struggling so and so who Jake the Snake? You well, know, he'll do your movie. He does they do they eventually do get a real wrestler that goes by the name the hammer. 
Mm-hmm. And but so you've got the backstory on this guy. What is this dude's deal? I googled. I googled. I googled it, and uh, <laughs> I don't know. It was like Johnny Morrison or something. I figured you guys would know the fucking book on him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I figured listen, you guys read the booklets. Listen, on this I stuff. stopped being a full time wrestling watcher this in the year, year two thousand. Oh, I stopped in the Attitude Era, man. Yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin DTA. That's when I stopped. I did not get to Stone Cold. I that's... watched it for a few years, and I was quite taken with the Undertaker. Oh well, he's still wrestling. I know that's what's insane. I think that guy's a robot. He might be wrestling dogs right now. That's how he keeps. <laughs> <laughs> Every morning he wakes up and wrestles four dogs before breakfast. Yeah, I tried to get that Undertaker in the movie, and then he killed a dog in front of me. <laughs> I said, okay, you're playing for keeps. Well, so wait, when you Googled this dude, uh-huh. did they say like if he wrestled in WWE or anything like that? Uh, it might have been WCW. Uh, oh. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't maybe, really maybe that di- TNA wrestling they do these days. Oh, yeah. That's, you know. TNA. I, yeah, TNA. <laughs> Tits and ass? It's, well, I think it's more like action. Or is it TNT? Or, no, it's know. it's TNA wrestling. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it stands for. I guess it stands for tits and ass. They're very white. I mean, maybe. Maybe that's the way it, like, joke started. It's kind <laughs> of, as far as I know, the only thing that sort of, like, even remotely rivals yes. WWE. But it's like. Where all the WWE guys go to die, or yeah, like is, if they get fired, or whatever. Why aren't all those guys in this movie? Why you, where's it, Jeff Jarrett? Yes, Jeff Jarrett is a dude you could get in Russell no. Madness. One who's, to four Hardy Boys could have been in it. Who's Jeff Jarrett? Jeff Jarrett was a dude who was uh, in WWF for a while before it came WWE. I don't know if he made the crossover, but like he was a guy who was like his gimmick was he was like a honky tonk country music dude. I like it, and he would fucking bash guitars over people's oh, heads. I love it. It was pretty cool and i think jeff jarrett was one of the original like tna guys yes what about lex luger oh lex luger would be lex luger would wrestle a, a dog is he alive still i think he is actually I, I i checked that out he's still alive <laughs> but he somehow we were talking about this the other day he somehow maybe had something to do with the death of miss elizabeth he was in the room man is that what, what? is that he right was around, he was around it was like you know the wonderland killings <laughs> He's the John Holmes of that situation. Does he also have a 13-inch penis? I would love to... Dude, that's a I good would, Val Kilmer movie, by the way. Is the 13-inch penis? Well, no, he's in Wonderland. Well, I, that's what that right. movie is. Well, no, I was thinking... No, you, I, yeah. with Le- as Lex Luger in the, in the Miss Elizabeth killings. <laughs> I think that's the next season of American Crime. <laughs> Once they get this OJ season over with, which I cannot wait to fucking watch. Oh, no, you're, you're, you're mixing it up. It's, oh, what is it? American Crime is the Felicity Huffman, Timothy Hutton show. Oh, American Crime Crime Story. Yes, 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 yes. That's what the OJ thing is with Cuba Gooding Jr. Wait, all right, wow. Now I'm confused between these titles. American Crime Story is a show from the producers of American Horror Story. And it's the same thing where every season... It's a different crime story. Uh-huh. And they're this, starting with OJ? No, yeah. well, there was another one. There was an, already a season that happened. I don't remember what the crime was. No, this is a brand new show. Was that? No, it's not. You're getting American Wait, no. crime. Oh, is, is that what I'm, I'm yeah, mixing who, it up with? Is, who <laughs> made the murderers on Netflix? <laughs> Those were a bunch of corrupt cops that made that murderer. That's what happened. And now who made OJ? Oh, well, that's what we'll find out with American Crime Story. So yes. this is the first season of American yes. Crime Story. and American Crime is a different show by John Logan, I want to say, on ABC. But was with... it about a real crime? No, no, no. Fake it was, crime. It's fake crime. Gotcha. It's like one crime a season. They're kind of doing a similar thing. So it's serial. 
It's kind of like cereal, yeah. Dude, this new show, though, David Schwimmer is playing Robert Kardashian. That's what we're talking about. And uh, uh, Travolta is Robert Shapiro. I love it. It's going to be great. That's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. All right. So wrestling- <laughs> this is our society. Wrestling dog movies and John Travolta. And then what's season two going to be? The assassination of Abe Lincoln? <laughs> like Man, going- period. You could go period piece. They're going so high profile from right out of the gate. Yeah, literally the crime of the century, as yep. it was dubbed, Honestly, if I recall. The-, the only thing you could do is go Blake. Oh, yeah. oh shit! Go Blake or go home. If you and <laughs> the thing is, you summon the devil, and then he plays sure. Robert Blake convincingly. <laughs> right? Yeah, he played actually the devil. <clears throat> excuse me, the devil played Robert Blake in Lost Highway very well. Done. He did. He did. <laughs> did a great job. That is still something that haunts my fucking dreams. Like, oh yeah, a lot of David Lynch uh, uh, like visuals freak me out, which is why I love him, but. If I'm in, like, a dark room or if I'm, like, walking to the bathroom in the middle of the night, if I just happen to think about Robert Blake and Lost Highway, it is a fucking, like, tiny shriek mm-hmm. comes out and I got to find a light. You know, because that dude's fucking creepy in that movie. I rewatched it not that long ago and I liked it even more. Really? I haven't yeah. seen it in years. Yeah, that's, it's worth a revisit. It is. All right, so, uh, so, so so Russell Madness. Russell Madness. We're we're away. Forgot what we're talking about. Um, basically, he wins the match. Talk about a lost time. The monkey, uh, by the way. And here's the thing: though. dogs speak dog to each other. Correct. The monkey also speaks dog. Yes. Yeah. And the monkey also speaks human. Wait a second. Yes. How? So this monkey's a Mary Sue. <laughs> How does it know all these languages? I, you know, I think you might be a bit of a Mary Sue. Yep. Yeah. This I monkey's think, a total Mary Sue, I think dude. So, yeah. Oh, man. And it knows about wrestling. and it. Um, I, I, I didn't see it on screen. I didn't see him learn it. Great call. Also, can I talk about the favorite scene of mine in this movie? Okay. Where we get the monkey's backstory. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> Of how this monkey learned to speak English. And it seems like it's the 1970s, which, by the way, was 40 years ago, monkey. Yeah, so, yeah, you're already packing on the years, monkey. (laughs) This monkey learned to speak English due to scientific genetic testing because he was a lab monkey. It's this, like, totally, like, almost glossed over, like, 30-second scene where he's like, yeah, I used to be part of this science lab, and they did experiments on me, and I revealed that I learned to speak English, and then I escaped. And I'm like, that's a movie to watch. That's Fucking talking monkey. I mean, that's like that George Romero movie. Sure. Or, uh, what is it, Rise of the Planet of the Apes? Well, sure, but they, you know, I, they I, just evolved. I totally forgot about that, and I apologize to Mr. Monkey. I guess he isn't a Mary Sue. <laughs> no, no, yeah, they do show, they, they, they take the time to build... His vocabulary. But don't worry, yeah. don't worry, gentle listener. That stupid woman in The Force Awakens is still a Mary Sue. Oh, yeah, you betcha. <laughs> I'm Max Landis. <laughs> no, it's probably more like, I'm Max Landis, and I'm producing <laughs> dog movies <laughs> in Hollywood. Yeah, that'll be in a few years, right? <laughs> yeah. For now, it's Victor Frankenstein that... Uh... Yipe, was he behind that? Yeah. That's a movie only dogs can hear. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we we might have wanted to check it out for this 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 month, but, right? Uh, we couldn't even see it. It's couldn't a different it. frequency. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't, can't hear it. Uh, there was there was. I think I've I've sort of told part of this story already. In that when I went and saw Crimson Peak, there was a preview for Krampus, and when it ended, some dude in the theater was like, "What?" and everybody laughed. Yeah. 
The other part of that is there was a preview for Victor Frankenstein, and I don't know if it was the same comedic hero in the theater, but after that one ended, someone was like, nah. <laughs> and everybody just got the same laugh all over again. Also, you're releasing this fucking dumb Victor Frankenstein movie. It came out... Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, Thanksgiving. What in the fuck? Figure your slate out, film distributors. October. That's an October film, in case you're wondering. Or Turns February. Out, <laughs> man, Victor Frankenstein. No thanks. Um, so, the monkey, right? Yeah, I'm sorry. I keep derailing this. The we, monkey we all conversation. derail. It's there's a, nothing here. There's, I mean, it's there's, a dog fighting There is people. nothing here. The monkey <laughs> trains the dog. He yes. works out a deal with the family, and the family... He starts talking, and this dad's just like, oh, hey, monkey, how's it going? Yeah, he reveals himself first to the little girl, and yeah. she's like, you can talk. She's terrible. Oh, yeah, this poor little girl. She doesn't have far to go in Hollywood. No. You know what, little girl? Go, just go back to school. <laughs> just learn how to read. Learn how to write. <laughs> Math's pretty important. Learn your American history the best they'll teach it to you. Yeah, they. you know, I better see all that or else you're Mary Sue. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't want to say it again, but you're Mary Sue. That's unless, I, I, unless I see you learn everything. That's how I got fired from my job. There are all these women, like, actually doing mm-hmm. a lot of different uh, complex things at work. And I was like, you're just a Mary Sue. I didn't see you learn that skill. <laughs> hey, well, it's on top Mary Sue over there, that CEO Mary Sue bitch. So they, 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 hire, they, <laughs> they, they hauled me out in chains. Well, that's what's crazy is some people do that and they get fired. Other people do that and they get to fucking make Victor Frankenstein. So figure that shit out. Or they have to make Victor Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That is kind of also a punishment. It's the cinematic movie making equivalent of getting dragged out in chains. <laughs> I don't know, whatever. So the the, <laughs> the monkey wake works out a cute deal. Where he's like, you better pay me in a bunch of bananas. Oh, man. You know what I hate when monkeys are talking? A slew of banana jokes. Because this monkey is like... Half the film now. Like, like yes. the wrestling movie kind of takes a backseat. It does. To him talking about bananas. <laughs> It goes on and on and on. It does. I mean, that was actually the word that triggered him <laughs> when they were doing his is 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 like he learned English because he likes to say banana. Yes. Oh, oh, that's what gave up. The and he's ghost. talking about like, oh, I love soft banana smoothies. And there's actually one line in this movie which I found very disconcerting. <laughs> Later in the film, he foils a baddie with a banana, and he's like. Yeah, I can add that to the book I'm writing. 101 uses for a banana. By the way, 84 of those are not suitable for children. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry, but 50 of these can't be shoving up your ass. Just page after page of different ways to shove a banana up your ass. Well, if you do it this angle... That's kind a different fe- use. It feels different. Yeah, you get really good at it. You could do a whole bushel at once. I mean, you, 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 you duct tape it to a chair and jump on it. That's a different use. <laughs> well, I, thank you for asking, but for monkeys, we call it the M spot. <laughs> oh, you know what? Somebody's going to make us do a dog movie because we made this episode. Someone's like, oh, I got something on you. You <laughs> talked about monkeys' assholes I... for 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, we're being jerks here. But, you know, honestly, I'd be very easily convinced to be involved in oh, the absolutely. dog. Oh, absolutely. First and foremost. Sh- you know what's what? What's that dog? You're right. We do need to save our family. <laughs> oh, sure. I would totally do one of these dipshit movies. That's the thing is, like, 
I think they're subpar garbage. Oh, yeah, yeah, no yeah. one should watch them. You know, if you're a if you're a parent letting your kid watch this movie, you're terrible because there is a sea of quality family programs out there. I would totally do one of these movies in a heartbeat. Oh, Don't yeah. worry about it. You're getting oh, yeah. an okay check for this. It's not great. It's something. So the monkey trains the boy, the dog, and the little girl a little bit in wrestling because he's he, he's yes. learned from all the greats. Fast forwarding a bit, he wins another match against a mummy, which is stupid. Now, is this <sighs> the one he takes down, like uh, by unraveling him? Yes, and then like tying up his legs like an ATAT. No, that's actually that's, <laughs> that's a, another that's, guy. That's a different guy. Yeah, you'd think it would be the mummy. <laughs> no, he no he, he just, unravels the mummy, and the mummy gets dizzy, and he falls over. Oh, and, and then geez. to Andrew's point, he doesn't do a classic pin. He yeah. does. The he mummy just falls over on, on his tummy. And then the dog... The mummy's on his tummy. That's why I did it. And then the dog just... The dog, like, runs back up the ramp and backstage because he's pulling that much mummy string off. Yes. And then he runs back in and just jumps on his back. And I'm like, that's not a pin! Well, <laughs> the other question I have is... Andrew's wearing his Austin 316 shirt. That's not a pin! <laughs> well, Throwing okay. beer at the Netflix box. I always... This was the riddle... Of my life. Uh-huh. What is this, Austin 316? It means I just whooped your ass. Wait, now, is th- that's a reference to... John the, 316. The Bible, yeah. which is what? That's uh, the blind, now I see? Is that something different? I, I you went to Sunday school? I went to Catholic school, which is yeah. why I know nothing about the Bible. Oh, I know about yeah. those worksheets they gave me. <laughs> um, no, I don't... I don't, I don't, I know, I don't I, see, yeah. no one knows. It's no. a mystery for the I ages. Mean, I'm sure people who are intelligent know. But it's, you know, Austin 316 says, I just whooped your ass, is yes. what it is. That's what the t-shirt was. <laughs> That's, Man. that's the redneck Bible. I can't even tell you the last time I saw an Austin 316 t-shirt. It feels like another America ago. It, yeah, I think, I, I think the last time I saw one was at the, uh, the opening for episode one, The Phantom Menace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of Austin 316 shirts that day. Um. So John Ratzenberger, uh, basically... The, oh, right, he's in this movie. He, uh, he sees the dog... He wants the dog. He's like, oh, that dog's going to be gonna make make it big. So basically, uh, he has a health inspector check out the dilapidated arena. Sure enough, they it 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 shouldn't at all be standing. And like this health inspector who's played as like a boob character is like, oh, the fire extinguishers don't work, and oh, the sprinkler system doesn't work, and oh, this is where uh, White Riot died or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but but all I, those things do work. Great white, I apologize. Great, great, great white, white riot. <laughs> white riot is probably dead. White there. riot is the the fake band name you give to make that joke in one of these movies. Right? Like it's also the name riot. of a, it's also the name of a Clash song. But just so, oh wait, I got something. Uh, whoa, coming right across from the Bible ticker. <laughs> John three sixteen for God. So loved the world that he gave his one and only son uh, yeah. that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Such as Stone Cold Steve Austin. I just whooped your ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, makes I could, perfect let sense. me paraphrase that. God gave his only one son and those who shall follow him blah, 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 live forever. What about I just whooped your ass? <laughs> Well, let me just uh, just uh, put some different words in there. Make it a little snappier for the public. And you know what? He was right because that motherfucker yep. made millions of dollars off of that. He... What was, what's Austin three fifteen? <laughs> what's what's the sentence before that? I gotta go to the toilet. Have you guys seen that new show of his? 
His podcast? No, or I, I think it's him. Like, um, it's like, welcome to Steve Austin's Twisted Skull Ranch. Now you're gonna have to run up that hill. Oh, he's got a reality show. Yeah, where he's like telling all these people, like, you got to get up that hill. You got to put, you know, you have to run, al- and then you have to like fight or like. You gotta make sure that they don't get that flag before you do. Oh, oh my like, god, is it a redneck fucking ninja warrior show? Yeah, because that's what it sounds like. Yeah, that's what it is. I mean, two places I would rather. I, I can't. I don't know what I would do if I woke up on Ted Nugent's ranch and Stone Cold's ranch because both of them you're getting hunted for sport. Yeah, I would <laughs> rather have Stone Cold. I feel like you can reason with that man more. <laughs> yeah. Stone Cold. I'll tell you, I've always appreciated st- like real life Stone Cold because. He came out like in favor of gay marriage like a really long time ago, like on that podcast. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, Stone Cold Steve Austin's kind of yeah. like a pretty good guy. Steve Williams or whatever his yeah. real name is, you know, it's like, all right, like I got no ill will no, against no, Stone Cold not. Steve Austin. I was always a fan of Stone Cold. Everybody loves Stone Cold. Always played as The Rock versus him in those games, though. The thing about that boob character, Health Inspector, that I wanted to note for a second because it's distracting is this actress is trying to do like, some kind of voice. Yeah. And it's like, you know what, girl, that got cast because someone saw your improv team in the back of an Italian restaurant? Just fucking play this health inspector the way you talk and get out of Russell Madness. To be fair, though, John Ratzenberger has a skunk on his face. (laughs) Her scene partner is a monkey. She might be tempted to play it a little broad. I just don't need... (laughs) Play it for the back row a little bit. I don't need people in Russell Madness (laughs) taking it for a walk. Get in, say your dumb, poorly written line, get gooped on by whatever the fuck is this Woman, she, gets right. this she gets gacked. This woman is Jack a contestant attack. on You Can't Do That on Television. She's <laughs> getting she... slimed left and right. Because she's like, oh, let me just see what's inside this steam vent. Gack. It's like yellow slime. And I'm it's, like, what are we talking about, It's man? disgusting. I was like, where did all this hot caramel come from? That bum in the corner is like, oh, they found it. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that was going to pay off like that. <laughs> I've been doing my business in that tube. <laughs> Hey, monkey, you could make that 102 uses for a banana. I'm helping this monkey write a book. But what? <laughs> There's no monkey there at all? No, absolutely not. My monkey friend's writing a book. I'm helping. I'm doing some fact-checking. I'm going to be a ghostwriter, though. The monkey gets all the credit. I mean, what is the logic in these filmmakers, though, that's like she's going to test this sprinkler yeah. by putting a lighter up to it and yellow slime is going to come out of it. Uh, that's not fucking funny. The, the the gag is is brown water. Yes. Brown water would be the move. Rust water. Yes. Right, fucking yeah. slime. You stupid movie. There's no respect for its audience whatsoever. We're already there for a wrestling dog. <laughs> Well, I think that's why they think they can get away with those kinds of things. But a wrestling dog takes up all the horse shit. You don't have any more fucking feathers to pluck from that well, chicken. Kinda, you know what? My point is that this movie should just be about a dog wrestling. And the ins and outs of it, how it can do it. Yes. It takes a back seat because what happens is... 
because of the uh, uh, what do you call it? The renovations. He kind of sells the dog to John Ratzenberger. They form a partnership, and then this dog goes on the road. Yes. and then it turns into a movie where like the mom's like, "Oh, but you don't have time for us anymore." The kid's like, "Oh, you missed my birthday." I'm like, "What about this dog fucking wrestling?" Exactly. The the wife is more concerned. Like you were gonna take more time off. Now it's just exactly like it was when you're working for Bernie Madoff. <laughs> But now you're just taking orders from a dog and John Ransenberger and a monkey. And it's like, yeah, it's like, I want to go see this dog on the wrestling circuit. Yeah. But instead, it's this family drama uh, from a family who's just four of the biggest morons that I could not care less about. The best part is so he comes back uh, after this long tour and like it's the, their anniversary and like he's about to go back to the, uh, to, to, the, to the home, which is also they sleep and live and fuck and shit. Inside this yes. haunted wrestling arena. <laughs> yes. And, <laughs> and um, he is like about to go back, but John Ratzenberg is like, ah, we got a press signing coming up. And he's like, oh, the tour never ends. And the monkey says to him, which I'll never forget, <laughs> the monkey whispers in this guy's ear before the wife comes up. He's like, what happens on the road stays on the road. 103 like, uses for a banana. <laughs> I swear to God, this happens. And yeah. I'm like, what are we talking about, movie? Because like, they're getting what? out of the car, and he's just like, now remember, whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. And here's the thing. The best case scenario for that is... <laughs> best case. Uh-huh. That monkey is getting strange on the road, and that dude is getting strange on the road, like separately in two different rooms. Yeah, like the monkey went to his zoo, <laughs> and the dad went to his strip club. It's like any which way but loose. You took him to the zoo to get fucked. Right, no, or, or. And I don't know what Russell's getting up to, I'll be honest. Maybe the dad and the monkey together in one room, if that's, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, right? yeah. That's, that's what, what you were dancing around, the, right? The, yeah, that's what I was dancing Let's around. dance right through it. That was the worst case scenario, <laughs> is that they're together, bestiality is involved. I think it's bestiality, yeah. <laughs> that's the um, the absolute best thing uh, the Criterion Collection has ever produced as like a Russell bestiality? Madness? No, it's the fucking best thing ever. I, I think I may have mentioned this somewhere down the line, but when... They put out the Eclipse box set of Robert Downey Sr. movies. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. They released a series of videos where it's Robert Downey and uh, PTA watching his movies. Like, PTA is a big fan of Robert Downey's movies, and he's, like, just asking him questions about these movies. And one of the movies, I don't remember which one, there's a monkey in it. And he's talking about, like... Making this movie, and he's just like sitting there, like, yeah, that guy was on acid, that guy was on acid, that guy was on acid. Oh, and then this guy, that guy in the back there, he was the guy that owned the monkey. I'll never forget one time it's the scene where the monkey's just sitting on this bed, and this woman's sitting on a bed, and the guy comes over to me, this guy that owns the monkey, and he whispers in the air, and he goes, Psst, hey, do you, uh, you want that monkey to fuck her? <laughs> this is a thing. That a dude who owns a monkey said to a filmmaker in the 1960s, which leads me to believe that is not the first, like, that's not the first time. Or the last time. No. Wait, in, oh, for this guy or in history? No, I'm saying this dude had this monkey. I'll say in form things. I'll say in history because people who <laughs> what? Yeah, I mean, just in you know, some everyone has their tricks. Like, oh, this monkey's good at you know saluting Hitler, which is great. Yeah, this monkey's good at chewing bananas. This, well, this monkey's good yeah. at covering his eyes. Uh-huh. This monkey's good at fucking probably. <laughs> you know, there was that old tale. Uh, <laughs> speaking of 
Nazi monkeys. Oh, yeah. Soviet monkeys. Oh, right. Where apparently Stalin and his nefarious Red Army (laughs) were trying to breed monkeys with man so that they could make a half-human ape army to stomp out the Nazis with. The human Z. I would yes. say that's the true uh, story. It's the problem with totalitarianism, guys. <laughs> Somebody needs to be in that room and be like, uh, no. <laughs> you know, that's, that's dude, dude, you want to say committee thinking this and that? Yeah, yep. yeah. Committee thinking would stop monk, half monkey armies. Right. You're right. Uh, dictatorships and Star Wars prequels. <laughs> Committees could help. Yeah, ex- <laughs> I, I agree. Someone's just got to say no to the dude at the top. <laughs> Whether it's fucking monkeys or Jar Jar Binks, someone say no. Both crimes against humanity as far as I'm concerned. So <laughs> they go back. Uh, at this point, I think uh, he's, he's about to have his big match with this guy, uh, the hammer, which, as we said, happens. Um, he he uses the hammer's uh, shoelaces against him and tie, he ties them up and he falls over, right? Yes, Which yes. is adorable. But the hammer's got, it, <laughs> got it something up his sleeve, which is a dog whistle. Yeah. And I'm sorry, the hammer is like six foot three, 300 pounds, whatever, mm-hmm. built like a fucking brick shit house. Yeah. Right. Cut out of marble. Eric. Yes. You're about like, what, 5'11, 6'1? Something like, I don't know. You could take down a Jack Russell Terrier. I could, I feel like you put me in a ring with a Jack Russell Terrier. And you yes. tell, like, maybe this Jack Russell Terrier, you know, swindled my mom out of money or something, or like. Has this <laughs> been known to happen? They are a. Tricky breed of dog. Something that wherein I would get so angry at this Jack Russell Terrier, I would be brought to physical violence, and I'd never hit a dog. But I could knock the shit out of a Jack Russell Terrier if need be. I Dude. think, yeah, I if if pressed, I could kill a dog for you. <laughs> You're yeah. wearing a big wrestler boot. Mm-hmm. Just step on it. You got to just kick, step on it. Hunt it. that thing into yeah. the into the fucking back row. Kick it <laughs> as hard as you can. Maybe in the throat. I would I would say would be a good spot. <laughs> And like, yeah, he's got he's got to outwit this dog. I'm like, dude, just put it to sleep. Yeah, you're also, by the way, this this wrestler, he's the heel. Yeah, yeah. Like Russell is the the hero. Yeah, you he's know. the face. He's the face. This dude's the heel. You can do whatever you want because that's your job. Oh man, real brave king kicking a dog in the throat. <laughs> By God, Russell Madness is dead. <laughs> he is definitely dead. Oh, ma- oh, that dog's eight days in the powder up. I'll tell you that much. They put him to sleep. <laughs> I'll call the kill shelter, King. We got another one to throw on the fire. Russell Madness is dead. Oh, crap. <laughs> Call the bootleggers that make fake suede jackets. They're going to have a lot of material tonight. <laughs> um, so whatever. Uh, oh, also, before we get too far away, because like, you know how you said he was um, missing the anniversary? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the whole family's concerned about him missing milestones. One, the wedding anniversary. Also, uh, Bobby Draper's birthday. Mm-hmm. Also, the little girl. Bobby Draper is always getting his birthday missed by oh, some parent. That's yeah. for sure. <laughs> no matter what project this kid goes on. <laughs> but then the little girl's like, "You're gonna miss Easter? <laughs> Who fucking cares? I don't give a shit. My fucking parents are home on Easter. Who gives a fuck? If my parents aren't home. It means I don't have to go to church. Yeah. Fucking miss Easter. But the more important thing about this dad missing all this shit for the kids is there's it's in Bobby Draper's birthday party scene." 
where of course he's having his birthday at the wrestling arena sure. and kids are wrestling in the ring and whatever. There is a terrifying cardboard cutout of this father sitting at the birthday <laughs> table by the cake. Like, dad's not here, but here's a cardboard cutout of dad. It's okay. My visage will be there. <laughs> it's That's, fucking terrifying. It's a bit eerie. In the, in the age of FaceTime, dad can FaceTime later. Yep. You don't need to wherever you would get that made. <laughs> so we're getting towards the climax here. There is a moment. I think we need 104 to 104 ways to use a banana. <laughs> Apparently, when he signed this contract with John Ratzenberger, uh-huh. it relinquishes the dog's ownership to him. Yes. And, and, and like, when the dog overhears this, <laughs> the dog's like, you, 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 you sold me? <laughs> it, I'm, I'm a slave? <laughs> He, well, he doesn't is. say the S word. No, but he doesn't. But he does. It's get, basically that. Um, and he gets put in a cage because it's in Looney Tunes fashion. He signed this contract. He's like, oh, it's right there, you know. And he's like, oh, well, how? And then he gets a magnifying glass, and of course, it's there. <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure magnifying glasses don't hold up in court. No, Probably not. So. <laughs> <laughs> There's um. So this is when the monkey breaks him out of jail. And the monkey and the little boy, yes. by the way. Bobby Draper does it, too. This is the, the 101 uses to... Well, because the monkey has this gag where, like, he uh, st- knows how to stand in shadow and appear really big. Uh-huh. Oh, right, yeah. And I, I, I almost forgot about that because each time it happened, I was just so busy laughing my tits <laughs> off at it. What a great gag. <laughs> so whatever. They go outside, and this is when... There's this like dropped line in the beginning of the movie, like the, the dog keeps pissing on everybody in the pet store, and this other guy's like, "Oh, it's an adorable Jack Russell Terrier. I can get a lot of money for it, or I mean, I could give it a good home." Because um, you can get a lot of money for a Jack Russell Terrier. I'll tell you that much. Is that right? Oh yeah. Oh shit, making all sorts of coats. Those those Fraser dogs? No, I'm just not coats. Like <laughs> yeah, coats. You could buy them down by Penn Station. So- oh, for all the <laughs> Fraser cosplayers out there. <laughs> yes. I've got my Niles, and I've got my dad, and now I've got my Eddie. And they're all stuffed, right? Oh, yep. Every last one of them. <laughs> just, some, just need a Roz now. <laughs> some maniac in a basement apartment with a bunch of sherry and dead people. <laughs> What's that, Maris? You never see Maris. What if I'm Maris? Oh, my God. Frasier cosplay. It works. And living in a basement like that, it's kind of like living in Seattle. It's always dark and raining. <laughs> oh, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Tossed salad and scrambled heads. <laughs> it's like Serial killer Frasier cosplay. It's like Leatherface Frasier. <laughs> That's right, Maris. <laughs> what a stupid idea. Um, whatever. Um, so it's, it's of course it comes down to one big match. Uh, John Ratzenberger. By the way, speaking of cardboard cutouts, there is a delightful cardboard cutout of because he is supposed to be a Vince McMahon stand-in, so he would have been a wrestler back in the day. And it's it's basically a cardboard cutout in John Ratzenberger's office of. A, a Cheers promotional photo from like 1984 <laughs> put on like Scott Steiner's body or something. <laughs> it's just like this big beefy dude with a, a John Ratzenberger face, and it looks so 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 bizarre because it's so 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 impossible that yeah. that ever was a thing. 
Like Vince McMahon wasn't even in that kind of shape. No, I mean he's big now because of all the juice. But oh, sure. The thing you were getting at, by the way, is this dude because this is it's crucial. This oh, pet sorry, store yeah. owner, yeah, the pet store, pet store uh, owner, employee, uh, employee is like, oh, you know, I'm gonna, you know, adopt the dog, and before the dog could be adopted, he thinks he's gonna go to the pound, so he runs away. But this got the, guy, yeah, he's got the sorry, yeah, he's, he's got, got an got adoption the, certificate. Correct. And he comes basically, it's the old gag of like, oh, you never had the dog because I always owned the dog. And he relinquishes, relinquishes the rights back to the family. And it's, it's a winner-take-all match. Because I guess John Ratzenberger still owns the bullshit dank arena that we're, we're in. Yep. It's like, oh, there's got to be a tag team match. This dog and a partner versus the hammer and we'll get another partner. And they get Dieter, this German wrestler. And this is fun. <laughs> it's the guy who they called at the beginning of the movie... And he said no because he worked for John Ratzenberger. Right. And it's because of this Dieter fella that the wife resorts to Craigslist. So it's that wrestler he comes, comes in. Yeah, he's wearing lederhosen, obviously. Uh-huh. And he has a silly German accent. And he's do- he's doing a lot of fucking yodelay hee-hoo gags. Oh, just kill me. And you know, who else would be a good... Tag team partner for a dog. They don't get the bulldog from the beginning of the movie. That's the what you dad want. is ready to do it, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But at least he's a man. That's that dad's whole life. He's ready to do it, uh-huh. but he doesn't follow through on shit. This loser father character. God, I hate this weenie. And like, <laughs> it's one thing to send your dog it's a bad, bad dog. <laughs> oh, bad date. You get like. You find a dog that's good at wrestling. You're like, I don't care if that thing lives or dies. That thing's going to be a huge <laughs> internet sen- sensation. Go for it. Right, yeah. My only son is like, oh, hey, I want to wrestle these men. I'm like, absolutely <laughs> not. And again, it goes back to how skewed this universe is where these grown-ass wrestlers, the Hammer and Dieter Von whatever the frig, yeah. are not only willing to wrestle dogs, they're just going to beat the shit out of a little but, boy, and the, too. And the announcers are cool with it, too. Everyone's just like, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, a little boy. Yeah, sure. Fred Willard the- and Mac from Night Court don't blink one second. They don't give a fuck as long as the uh, you know their flasks stay full. <laughs> I think this is like some sort of an American outpost in Thailand. Like, it's Portland, comma, Thailand. You're like, oh, is it Portland, Maine or Portland, Oregon? No, no, no. It's Portland, Thailand. It might be a town that exists on international waters. <laughs> and if it's not, I mean, this could be season two of American Crime Story. <laughs> Absolutely. Because <laughs> like, you can't have a dog and a kid wrestle two grown men. Like, where is the obnoxious local reporter? Like, everyone's... Like, I don't I don't know the New York City ones, but maybe, Steve, you'll, you'll recognize one. The dudes that are just... It's not a Lionel, but it's like the dudes who are like, I got you. I'm an investigative yeah. so-and-so. Oh like, oh, like Ask Asa or Yeah, whatever, those like... those obnoxious people that are just like knocking on doors like, why are you cashing bad checks? Why are you cashing bad checks? Open your door. Where are those people to blow the whistle on this? Hey, why, why are you letting dogs fight your, your wrestling ring? Hey, are you running a, re- a dog fighting ring? Excuse me. I'm a journalist. Oh, the W picks one I think is Help Me Howard. Yes. Oh, Help Me Howard. Yeah, yes, thank you. And there's a few more. Oh, of course, there's, there's tons a, of them. Pl- oh, all of those them. people 30 years past their prime. And again, man, I don't know. You put me, a fat, out of shape, nothing, in a ring against, and like for all the money in the world or whatever, 
a dog and a fucking 12 year old waif? I, I don't know, man. Someone's getting a stunner You're and someone's getting, getting a fucking pile driver. You're getting it done. You, exactly. pick, you pick up the dog, you smash the kid with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's right there. It's done. It's By a- God, this makes total sense. <laughs> He's using a dog as a weapon. That's pretty efficient. <laughs> that dog is dead and now it's a bat. <laughs> Just. Man. It's a warm, floppy bat. <laughs> Never thought I'd see a 12-year-old boy's skull get crushed by a dog's skull. <laughs> but it could happen. I'd like, punch Bobby Draper right in the throat. I mean, like, and just not even kill him, but knock him out. And I mean, like, look, again. S- dude, Stone Cold Stunners. I didn't tell that kid to get into a ring. I didn't ask for it. He put he, that fucking uniform on himself. That's what he wants to do. This is, this is, he wants to enter the world of men. This is what's going to happen. <laughs> Take you out back and show you what it's like. <laughs> exactly. But of course not. Like he gives the fucking German guy a wedgie. Uh, and like oh, at one point, like he like, he like pokes him in the eyes or something. And yeah. this yep. is my favorite line of the film. Oh, okay. <laughs> my beautiful eyes, <laughs> my beautiful blue oh, eyes. The goggles do nothing. <laughs> Nine, mine eyes, mine Augen. <laughs> Ach, nine, mine Augen is kaputt. He, <laughs> he also kicks that dude right in the dick. Too. Oh, yeah, he does. It is a straight up not family movie dick kick, and I kind of loved it. And I mean, like the ref isn't doing much because I don't know. It's a baby and a dog. They need every advantage they could get. <laughs> the balls are open for business, kid. Go nuts. <laughs> And the, the the baby manages to pull a nose hair out of Dieter. And this is disgusting. Oh, that part's okay. really gross, man. Yeah, it's, his nose is full of gack and big old weird spider hairs, like his tarantula hairs. <laughs> he pulls one out, and he screams, and he has to go and tag the hammer in. He does. And then, uh, then you know, the kid's, like, really worried. He's like, oh, man, I can't beat this guy. I better get my 25-pound th- Jack Russell Terrier in here. <laughs> and he does. And we didn't even talk about the, Rus- the, the dog's special move, which is when the dog turns into a cartoon, which is the Russell Tussle. Oh, right. The dog runs up against the, tur- uh, up against the ropes, jumps back, and springs himself at you. <laughs> and basically just kicks you in the chest. And I mean, like, I don't know. Throw a 25-pound... Uh, you see me on the street. I live in Jersey City. Throw a fucking Jack Russell Terrier on, on me at full force. I'm still going to stand up. I'm just going to be Dude, like, hey, ouch. You know what you, know you know just what I mean? got? Like, hey, ouch. You know what you just got? You gave someone a free pass to throw a fucking cinder block at your head. <laughs> be like, it was a Jack Russell Terrier. I did it. <laughs> you told me I could. But he's, you're right. You could definitely withstand that blast. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> now, you if live Peyton in the... Manning threw a fucking <laughs> Jack Russell Terrier at you, maybe we're talking a different story. I'm, I'm, I moved a to the, perfect spiral. I moved to a small little country town. Uh-huh. A little different than Jersey City. Okay. I was walking to the train one day. And people uh-huh. are throwing dogs left and right. Kind of. <laughs> I see this this husky, yeah, like down the down the road. I'm like, huh? I don't see an owner anywhere. The husky's right there, and it's getting closer and closer. Oh, it's shit. charging me. That's pretty dangerous. Charged, dogs charging me. Did it get you? Yeah. What? It jumped up on me and like. Friend- Did you punch it in the throat? No, it was very friendly, but the, the like a whole husky jumping on you. That's a I, big I, deal. I didn't fall down. I didn't even fall down. <laughs> I could definitely take a Jack yeah, Russell. Yeah, absolutely. You just boot it, man. Yeah, you just. You, if anything, you just like it's coming at you with that momentum. You just grab, use its own weight against it. Oh, you know? smart, <laughs> smart. The momentum. You you do like one of those uh, 
you know, martial artist moves. Uh, wait a second. Can we back up to you being attacked by a random dog? Yeah. Was the owner around? No. What? It was just a dog running oh, just, around. It jumped up on you like to be friendly? Or? Yes. Oh, yes, okay. Yes. But there wasn't someone that was like, oh, I'm so sorry. He does that all the time. No, no one. And then I went to the, I went to the train station and another fellow was there and he was like, huh, what was with that dog? <laughs> and I'm like, I know. I, I know. The dog, is that a wrestler? <laughs> he, he was like, is there is the owner around it? And I was like, I was like, I was like, no. And then he's like, he was kind of like starting to imply that like I should have like investigated this a little bit. When like it was he like, didn't. It was like my responsibility because <laughs> the dog came in contact with me. Like, huh? You, you didn't look around for the uh, the owner or anything? I was like, he's like, well, I, the guy was like, well, I hope the dog gets where it's going. And I'm like, yeah, me too, buddy. See ya. <laughs> See you later, pal. <laughs> Yeah. I'm going to work, man. Yeah. All time for dogs. That's how that White God movie starts, dude. You better be careful in your hometown. Oh, shit. See what's going on up there. A dog might be running for mayor. Do you think Peyton Manning could throw a Jack Russell Terrier in a perfect spiral, though? Yes. Yeah. Right. Without question. Even, even though his, his, his better days are behind him now. Yeah, well, he's got all that HGH in his blood now. Uh, yeah, it's right. like making his brain weird, and then he's eating all that Fucking Papa John's. That's why he might not be able to, because he's got all that Papa John's coursing through his veins. I feel like, like that's got to counteract the HGH. Yeah, that like makes like an like, oxygen bubble on your brain. That's <laughs> all that garlic butter sauce. I'm just saying that guy's getting dimmer by the day. I don't know if it's the the Papa John's or the concussion. <laughs> right? Tell the truth. <laughs> yes. Tell the truth. Well, that's the funny thing about this movie, though, is like this movie makes. This fun world of professional wrestling. <laughs> Which it's we a- all know professional wrestling to be. But, um, <laughs> like, there's there's a big debate about kids playing football anymore. Like, could, should right. kids play football? Blah, blah, blah. CTE, yeah. concussions. Every wrestler that I ever loved has died in a fiery death. <laughs> I don't think little kids should be watching wrestling movies where it's like, wrestling's so much fun. Like, <laughs> wait, wait, that's wait. a terrible, terrible life career. But wait. So all those wrestlers were at the Great White concert? <laughs> no, I mean like they a lot a lot of them are gone because right, of, because yeah. of pro- most definitely the same reasons that the CTE stuff, you know what I mean? Like you're getting hit in the head so many times. The fire that burns twice as bright burns half as long. <laughs> but I mean that actually kind of brings to mind a thing I've always sort of had is like what's the the moment in your life when you're like I'm going to be a professional wrestler. Right into the We All Hate Movies mailbag. If you have ever considered professional wrestling, I want to know. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the times, like, people like The Rock, right? Like, sure. he, he came from a family yeah. of professional wrestlers. So it was, like, a thing he was going to do. And you see that with a lot of people. Like, yeah. their dads and their grandfathers. And it's, like, a storied, you know, back to fucking carny times well, and yeah, whatever. Yeah, just like this. <laughs> kind of just like this, My yeah. dad, my dog, my monkey friend. All of them were wrestlers. <laughs> I had no choice. But I mean, like nowadays in 2015, if some kid, yeah. Yeah. you know, you know, dude or lady, we got a lot of lady wrestling Absolutely. now. It's like, I want to be a professional wrestler. I'm just like, fucking why? Because uh, a skeezy gentleman handed me his business card. <laughs> <laughs> he looked an awful lot like a skunk haired John Ratzenberger. So whatever. The end of this movie, um, the guy, the hammer tries to use the. Dog whistle again. Oh, right. Another dirty trick by the hammer, man. But the Russell Madness, and he falls over like he did before. 
the other thing is, I kind of want when when I I knew the dog was going to lose a match eventually. I kind of wanted him to just get body slammed once, right? Just <laughs> yeah. just once, and then like maybe he's got a, little, a fun ice pack on his head later. Sure. You know, there that's are cute. There is a scene where it's it's after he loses that match, where it's like the dog is just laying on a pile of towels. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's kind of cute. Like he just gets a little a little maybe he's got a little bandage around his head. That's just, fun. Yeah, just something like you don't have to imply animal abuse, but like. That dog lost a wrestling match. That's got to mean something. <laughs> and I was also waiting for him to like bite a toe off or something. Yeah, yeah, go <laughs> like, the other way. Huh? Really, just dig into them. Just you know? Tyson the shit out of that person. But he he outwits the dude because he he put like uh, cotton balls in his ears and like he pretends that he to go down. Like, right. And the guy jumps off the turnbuckle. He falls. He falls face first. The dog winks. By the way, which is a little it's creepy. A, yeah, well, it's creepy as shit. They've got uh, another thing that creeps me out and haunts my soul to no end, which is computerized dog mouth oh, moving. This, oh, my CGI God. Jesus, Christ. Jesus just, Christ. Jesus Christ. We're just sl- slapping a cartoon on the, the edge of an actual dog's mouth, and it's going... Burp, 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 it's burp, like burp, burp. when Conan would do fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. it's like that. It it just skeeves me. Like, that's where Homeward Bound got it right. Yep. It's just voiceover acting, and they're looking at each other. I don't need a mouth. It's, I will believe either way that a dog is talking. It's like telepathy. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Every <laughs> dog you. has telepathy. Every monkey has telepathy. It's fine. Um, so <laughs> he wins the match, and that's kind of the end of the movie, right? Or what happens is, and then like there's this weird narration from the kid, and he's like, and Russell was always my favorite dog, and we wrestled together for years and years. And they they cut to like twenty years later. This oh dog God. is still alive. Yep. The monkey is still there. I think he's a hundred at this point. Now this that, kid that is, is Russell three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, we're just not telling anybody because this, it's this like it's like a forty year old beefy dude in the ring in the same outfit the kid has and with the, the dog. And they're like, oh, we were a great tag team. And the dad is there. It's the same actor, and he's got like gray hair. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same douchebag style of hair, but yeah. they put a bunch of like baby powder in it. Mm-hmm. But it's like telling you a bunch of time passed, and this dog is on this kid's shoulder, and he's like, we were wrestling buds forever. And you're like, that dog is dead, that dude. Dog, yeah, especially like dogs, you know, 10 to 12 years, whatever, sure. 13 years. You put a dog in a wrestling ring, that dog's not <laughs> lasting five years. I'm sorry. Yeah, Something's going down. That's true. Oh man, and yeah, I mean that's that's the end of it. John Ratzenberger does get thrown out of the ring by I think the wife. Someone's, someone's throwing him out of the or ring. Was it the, was the hammer fed up? I don't know. Someone tosses him good though. <laughs> yeah, lands, you can just see his ass not like not exposed or anything, but in slacks. It's pretty. Good. And then and then people <laughs> people throw a a bucket of popcorn on his body, which was pretty cool. <laughs> And then uh, I think the last line of this movie is uh, Mac from Night Court saying, hey, are we cool? Can I leave? <laughs> hey, are we good now? The bus is coming. <laughs> Just, uh, are, we, are we square yet or what? Because I'm not doing another one of these. Yeah, we're square for now. <laughs> Till Russell Madness 2 comes out. Oh, I don't know, maybe the buddies are going to go on an abandoned pirate ship. <laughs> you ever played a pirate before, Mac from Night Court? <laughs> Hey, Mac from Night Court, how do you feel about playing a mission control operator? Because I'm sending some more apes into space <laughs> next summer. Ah, uh, no one's recommending this, no. right? Of course not. I'm shocked you guys aren't. <laughs> well, I saw this movie twice. That's yeah, sad. you know what? Twice is two times too many. Let it me is. tell you. Um, 
I'm saying no. Yeah. <laughs> I think, but you know, sometimes people are like, oh, the worst of 2015. Sometimes it's just unwatchable garbage. Oh, sure. And there's, like, this stuff well, is you're like. You're talking about last week, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Entourage, definitely. There is some of this stuff that is really one notch above pornography, and that's where we are right now. <laughs> what? This you is. You thought this was porno? No, one notch above. Like, the What's production. What's that mean? They keep their clothes on? <laughs> the production values are as such. <laughs> that monkey kept its diaper on. <laughs> you're saying a porno could bust out at any moment, but that's disturbing to me because these are animals and children. No, I'm saying. It's just like pornos aren't movies, and then, like, one step oh, above okay. it is, oh, okay, like, Gotcha. This like is soap it's, opera. Yeah, it's like barely a family movie. Yes. You know what right. I mean? Like you think about the exact opposite of what this family movie is is Inside Out. Yeah, exa- right. Yeah, exa- as far as like family films from twenty fifteen, is that an adult film or? <laughs> Oh, you're talking about the Pixar <laughs> oh, movie. Oh, Lord. Oh, 105 ways to use a banana. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah. this is like the flushed toilet of family it films. It is. And I mean, like, it, it, I feel like th- these movies kind of start with two leathery old men. And one's like, well, I could make a movie for 5,500 bucks. <laughs> and like, no, you can't. No, watch me. You watch me. I love a dog, a monkey. I already got the monkey. I won him in a card game last night. Ah, Netflix. <laughs> you don't have to make a real movie anymore to buy anything. <laughs> the Ridiculous Six. It's ridiculous. You know, that is something I just saw a statistic, and it's the most soul-crushing thing of all time, is that Ridiculous Six no. is the most watched Netflix Entity of uh, of the year. Come on, like of, of hey. all the things they've had, not just originals. Yeah. Of all the things they've had That's streaming, crazy. this idiot garbage world of ours has selected ridiculous six to watch more than anything else. Well, I chipped into that, unfortunately. Did you watch that movie? I did, and. It's terrible. <laughs> How's Norm in it, though? Because I know that's why you were watching it. Yeah, I'm a huge Norm MacDonald fan. Well, he's in it for about seven seconds. But Rob Schneider's farting all over the place, ain't he? A little bit. Yeah, he's there. Yeah, I know he's there. It's, um, it's not good, and I wouldn't recommend it. This is not leading into a plug for next week. Because <laughs> we're not, I don't think we're going to do Ridiculous Six. We're not doing Ridiculous Six, but plug for next week, we're doing Pixels. We're doing Pixels, because of yeah. course we're doing Pixels. It leads me to this, though, that I did want to address, because, you know, we're very active in our social media community. We listen to our fans and interact with them quite a bit. What are 101 Ways to Use a Banana? <laughs> That's what we want to know. No, I will say this. Uh, picks, please. The 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 idea of the worst of 2015, and here we are talking Russell Madness, and we have two weeks left. Sure. And listen, of course we're not going to get to all of the worst of 2015. Sure. You know what I mean? In, and in 10 years, when we're dead, someone, the new hosts, will kickstart <laughs> it, get a billion dollars, so, well, the last surviving member will kickstart it oh, yeah, and get a billion dollars and recast it. And then in 10 years, Ridiculous Six might just make the show. Maybe. Maybe it will. But, I mean, we know there's so many bad movies out there, but we can only get to so much. We can only get to so much. So what were your worst of 2015? Not that we need to be watching. Right. But like, let's talk about it on social media. And I'll say this, because maybe it's something we can put in like, the, the, the back end of all this, an announcement because I was just able to confirm it with him today. At some point before the Academy Awards airs, we will have a WHM on screen talking about 
the prestige and the nominations and the glitz and the whatnot, including WHM Lost cast member Chris Cabin will be on the program. I don't know about that. It's happening, dude. Uh, you know what? I, I feel like we're using old clips. We're recycling <laughs> things. I bet you a hundred... Andrew's getting tricky with the editing. <laughs> I bet you a hundred and four ways to use a banana <laughs> that Chris Cabin will be on the program to be talking about the Oscars with us. They could bring back uh, Nancy Marshawn for The Sopranos. <laughs> I don't know if they could bring back Chris Cabin for this. We hate movies. It's just a bunch of clips of Chris going, who are you? What do you care? Huh? Huh? Tony, what do you care? My mother died last night. <laughs> that is the the clunkiest way to handle anything is yep. the way they did that. And the amount of specials that you had to watch talking about how brave and ingenious it was blew up in their face. Hey, who asked you? That's Russell Madness, directed by Robert Vince, the auteur behind a ton of these movies. If you want to get a hold of us, check out our website, whmpodcast.com, or find us over at sideshownetwork.tv. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're at whmpodcast. And of course, right into the mailbag, we all hate movies at gmail.com. As Steve said, what were some of your worst film going experiences of 2015? That'll probably make it. Figure to the January mailbag. Yeah, that's right? what I'm saying. We do. We're doing. We're recording it this week. So when you hear this episode, give me some good stuff. Sure, and we'll make it into the mailbag. Oh yeah, quick little things. Yes, we talked about the Soviet human Z. Uh, <laughs> blame it on outer space is sort of back. Hey, yes, there you yeah, go. Blame it on outer We got a ghost story spectacular. It's uh, it's a limited series. We'll see what's going on with it. It's, it's not, like it's Netflix. Yeah, it's like you returned on Netflix. Exactly, exactly. It'll be back here and there. I like do that. you have another one in the can? Or we it... do. Yeah, it'll be out before the end of the month, and uh, we're recording some more after that. So All there right. you go. BIOS back on the airwaves, back out yes. of the bunker because Girl. you demanded it. No, I didn't demand. It. No, I mean I was talking to the audience oh. that did demand it. <laughs> oh, Eric <laughs> certainly people, didn't demand. People it. do like that show, so that's what I was trying to get, trying to get at there. Yeah. You canceled it, and then you were like, "Oh fuck!" People listen to it. Yeah, I turned. I had no idea. Well, there you go. Well, there see, you go. There don't you go. know what you got till it's gone. <laughs> exactly, and the the rule of that is, come back. Just don't care as much. <laughs> And it all works out for the best. Oh, it's the Arrested Development model. It is. It, it definitely is. <laughs> <laughs> so next week, we are chatting about our buddy Adam Sandler and his most recent... Well, not most recent, because Ridiculous Six was the most recent. Most recent theatrically released film. There you go. Pixels. Until then, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siskin. And taking us out is another track from our good buddy Adam Rockstar and his group Rua. This is Philosophy. We'll see you next week. Touch and Pages, moonlight, faces, UFO, touchdown, new phone, breakdown, drama, and late night, I wait all night with flashback, cigarette.
Change my life, come back through. 